0: Agents to buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Yes, they said we wouldn't make it, but here we are, episode two of SEN Tassie Breakfast with Brent Costello and the former Test Captain of the Australian Curate team at Tim Payne. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Brent. Good morning, everyone. Nice to see you on this Friday morning. Uh, twice a week. How are you going with the early start? You're an early start. Yeah, loving riser, it. Anyway. Loving yeah.
0: it. I must admit, I'm. I was a bit worried we weren't going to get to air this morning with the live (laughs) reads that we had to do before the show. We struggled our way through it, but we've made it. So looking forward to it. Absolutely. Big show ahead this morning too. Head
1: of AFL Tasmania, Damien Gill, former young Matilda and current AFL star, Ellie Gavallis are our special guests. And we'll talk racing too with the big bear, Richard Robinson. But if you're just waking up, the Aussies are in awful strife against England in the fourth Ashes Test. We need to start doing a rain dance. We're all out for 3.17 in reply. England, four for 3.84 at Stumps. Hold your best stuff, Pony, but a quick thought off the top of the show?
0: A uh, quick thought is whether you love or hate... The Baz Ball, last night's batting was extremely entertaining. They are taking Test Cricket batting to another level. So whilst it was a disappointing day, it was it was great to watch.
1: Yeah, some thought uh, the Baz Ball might have been dead, but uh, Zach Crawley was outstanding last night. We'll get to that shortly. In better news, as Sam Curlis Matildas won their World Cup opener against Ireland, which was fantastic. One goal to nil. So we'll talk about that a little bit later disappointing on well. She's not playing, now, and they kept it pretty quiet. Yes, they did, didn't they? Mm. Kept it well under wraps. I don't know how that didn't get out. Missed the wow. first two games as well. So very nicely done by the media team there, not to let that Disappointing for the
0: tournament, though. It I is think.
1: disappointing, yes. Hopefully she'll be back after those first couple of games. But, Timmy, uh, as we do off to the top of every show, I uh, only have one so far, but <laughs> we don't start with sport itself. As we will every Monday and Friday, we start with a preamble to catch up on what's happening in each other's lives, of course, because people are very, very interested in that. Uh, how's your week been,
0: please? Uh, very quiet, very quiet. And before we do get into the preamble, I thought we had a... A shaky star having a bit of a go at each other last week. I'd like it to be more friendly, um, good and just look after each other a little bit. Well,
1: that's what we'll I've start. been hearing
0: some stuff. You've that's been right. digging around in the background around people around well, I know asking for dirt on me. I don't, I don't think that's the environment we want to build here, Brent. Because oh, you didn't do that with a few people I've been told about as well. But I've, I haven't gone after anyone, I've had stuff flooding my text and inboxes. Is that right? So, right. And I've, I've chosen, I've spoken to Hammer, our producer in the background. I don't want to <laughs> use it. So I'm just going to lead off with that. I don't want to use it.
1: Well, okay. Well, we'll start with some praise. And I want to congratulate you for getting the England 11 right during Thank the you. week. That was fantastic, I thought. And didn't we know about it? He rang Jared Whaley. said, Jared, give me some air <laughs> time. Get me on the show. I want to tell everyone how good I was predicting the England 11. I've got some audio from Jared Sharrick. So let's hear that. Fresh from Dabooing his new breakfast show in SEN Tasmania, Brent and Paney. Terrific, Tim. Great to get your insights. Breakfast with Brent and Paney, Monday and Friday, 6 to 8 a.m. on SEN Tazzy. We'll talk to you next week. Now there you go. Jared knows the hierarchy Brent well, and then Payney in that order. So did, thank you, Jared.
0: Did he also refer to to his breakfast show? <laughs> he at probably the start? Did.
1: Actually, he might have done that. No, but that bit.
0: Bit. Look, I know you look up to Jared. I know you've you want to be Tasmania's Jared Waitley, so I'm glad he's um he's put you first. That's great. Has he reached out to you as well?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we his talk talk te- on a daily basis. Yeah, that, definitely. Okay. Back, a bit of back and forth. Now that that was the good part. You got the England eleven right, but didn't hear a thing from me when you stuffed up the Aussie one. You said, we're going to take the spin bowler in and this was going to work better when we actually that was going to actually be a good plan. But that hasn't been a good plan, obviously. But no, uh, no one heard a peep out of you when you mucked up the Aussie 11. Well,
0: because I don't believe I did muck it no, up. No, you
1: didn't. <laughs> That's right. That's why this, this gag hasn't quite worked as I, I hope it would have. But uh, no, well done for that. Uh, now, something else that caught my eye during the week as well was the war of words between St Kilda champion Nick Revolt and former St, St. Kilda coach Brett Ratton. If you haven't caught up with the audio, here's what happened. I can promise you now, the standards in that joint over the last however long have been subpar. And so when the president says we were, an, we, we were kidding ourselves, we were a mile off it, you're not just talking about the win-loss. You're, not, you're talking about the actual talent you've got at your disposal and you're talking about the standards within the football club to to allow that talent to outperform
0: which hasn't happened to be honest like nick's been to zero really at the footy club the only time he came was for free physio so um yeah that's that's the only time he was at the club so i don't know where he saw the standards piece
1: now, Nick is a business partner of yours. He doesn't strike me as a tight-ass Really, No, but I didn't uh... know that. I'll
0: tell you what, I'm going to use it, though, next next call we have. He's obviously living in the States. But, yeah, to, to be slipping into the footy club for a bit of free physio is fantastic. I'll certainly use that. But what I loved about that the most was just how laconic Brett Ratton was in his hands. So he delivered it superbly. So... I did have a good giggle about that. Uh,
1: outstanding stuff. Uh, big show ahead, as we said. We want to hear from you. We want you as much as part of the show as we are. So get us on the Kia Tassie Open Line, thirteen hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. 15 33. That's 1300 42 1533. Hobart Kia movement that inspires, but also text us 0437 552 0437 552 Follow us too on Twitter and Instagram at SEN Tassie. And we're also on Facebook and TikTok. And Painty is very excited about getting the TikTok. Uh, TikTok. Up and going in the next week.
0: or Next two. week, I think we'll get it up and running. Yes, absolutely.
1: 16.29am in Hobart or 16.11am, you'll get us on SEN track in Devonport and Launceston. Or get the SEN app. How good is the SEN app, by the way? Last night, I, was, I had to go out last night briefly in the car. You could get the Ashes on one uh, tile. You get uh, the Matildas on the other tile. It was just unbelievable. Racing on another one. Do uh, you
0: find it a bit... It's a bit hard sometimes, though. Like you don't know what to exactly. what to be doing. You're spoiled uh, for choice, and for flicking. someone like me, I'm uh, I get a bit of FOMO, so I'm listening to one thing and I think I'm missing out on the other, and I, I just can't quite get it right. But absolutely, to be spoiled for choice is a, is a good thing, not a bad thing at all. Mm. Uh, let's talk about the, some of the big stories
1: during the week. The Commonwealth Games being cancelled, staggering,
0: isn't it? What staggering? Uh, I wanted to touch on this, Brent, because the politics, just in general, at the moment. It, it seems very hard to get a straight answer out of out of politicians. How how this has gone from $2 billion to $7 billion. Can you honestly believe it'd be $7 billion to put on an oh, event? I hope not.
1: $7 billion? I hope not. Who's well, buying that?
0: I'm not sure. What did we pay for the Olympics in 2032? Because if it's $7 billion for the Commonwealth yeah. Games, it's got to be... It'd be staggering 10. to think, exactly, at least. And yeah. then to not have any proof of it. Like, what are the costings and who did them in the first place? That's right. If it's gone from two million to seven million, well, I don't know what what it's like in your profession over there at Win TV. But if if you miss the mark by that far, surely you get the sack.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, you have to. It is extraordinary. And why not? If okay, the regional thing was a, a good concept and taking it out to well, the reason. It, it, I didn't mind it as for, an idea. For who? For, for Who the was people of rich, it's going to be a COVID b- boost after after what they've gone through out in the country. Yeah, areas, I didn't mind that, but, but surely ha- the- but how does it
0: work? How are people going to be travelling? You've got athletes travelling miles, fans yeah. travelling miles. It, it just I don't think it was going to work at any stage. On it is a though, great thought.
1: Why not bring it back to Melbourne, though? That would have saved sure them. all of the
0: infrastructure's ready exactly. to go.
1: So why wasn't that ever considered? I just don't think they wanted it in the end.
0: It doesn't seem like it, does it? No. But again, getting a straight answer is is difficult. Absolutely. Um, which leads me into another thing, actually, around politicians at the moment. Which I'm getting a little bit tired <laughs> off, he yeah. Is the Twittering and the social media stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. People going back and forth at each other on on social media who are supposed to be leaders of our community i, I just don't who
1: you're referring to please Anyone in particular? Oh, i don't
0: want to know. i don't want to play the man or the lady in any situation but just as a general mm-hmm. rule like i don't mind pumping out your your stuff that you're doing but when it gets personal and you're going back and forth and canning each other's policies or canning what someone said i just find it really childish to be honest from people who are said are supposed to be leaders of our community so i'd like to see less tweeting
1: More actions and not More actions.
0: Well, that's what leadership's about. Leadership's about making decisions. So Dan Andrews, for instance, whether you like him or like it or not, he made a really tough call, a big, a huge decision. But he showed leadership in doing so. He's not sitting on Twitter just criticising the other politicians for making decisions, which I find... I find it frustrating, and had I've a, had enough of it.
1: We've had a text in on the key of Tassie open line on 437 Tasmania could have hosted track and road cycling, hockey, marathons. Days of just one area, state, country are probably over. Share it around more to offset costs and let everybody enjoy the experience. I don't mind that. And what about us? We we're going to bid for the 2026 Commonwealth Games a couple of years it whatever it was last year. Well, Do we?
0: Well, I think it was just a bit thrown of a distraction, you think? Oh, I think it was thrown out there. And I'm not sure if time. it was ever that serious, was it? I don't think so. But uh, I don't sure mind that. It.
1: Why not have, it, have Australia host the Commonwealth Games? Yep. Why does it have to be one area and just have, I mean, as you say, you're going to have athletes all darted over everywhere. But if in your sport, if you're in a certain location, that'd work, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well,
0: we could. It's only a billion dollars each, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Then I mean, we could have got that's it right. done. I'm <laughs> exactly. not sure we get the stadium. Don't, matter, but say,
1: don't mention a billion here dollars here in Tasmania. we'll spread it out around the whole country. <laughs> Sensational. As we said, we want to hear from you on the text this morning, 0437 552 535. A massive show coming up for you. We're going to talk to head of TA- AFL Tasmania, Damien Gill, after... We had a, a, we were second to the scoop, Pony, about the restructure of local footy moving forward under the AFL team. Well, so looking forward to talking to Damien about we that. Were we
0: second to the scoop? Or well, first. That's uh, another thing I'd like to discuss with you because there was something else this week that I think you had inside running on and just didn't back your instincts. What didn't was go with it. I can't remember. Can you uh, remember what it
1: was, Hammer? If, you, if, you, if you're going to bring something to the table, have something I'll think about it.
0: It <laughs> there was definitely the footy one that you had before anyone else. And again, I just I just want you to trust your instincts. You're good at what you do. Well, I'd love to know what it was because I
1: can't remember it. So, if you can find out during the break, that would be I'll, much appreciated. We're doing all this thanks to our great friends at Harrison Agents, Tasmanian real estate experts. We'll get to our first break of the morning. On the other side of it, we'll take a deep dive into the ashes and get Payne's take on what was a terrible, terrible day too for Australia. That's next year on SEN Tassie Breakfast with Brent Costello and Tim Payne. So what I did there.